Hello, everybody, and welcome to Lost, the Season 5 Recap. I'm Kurt, joined with my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Hey, Kurt, you ever do the uh, one-chip challenge? No, we've been talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if, you don't, if you're not aware, there's the one-chip challenge. Very spicy chip. Can you defeat the challenge? Mr. Sal might be taking it up. Uh, no, he will not be. <laughs> Mr. Sal should take it up, but I guess he will not be. But if you have decided to... Let us know, shelperspodcast.gmail.com. But no, we're not here about the one-chip challenge, Mr. Style. We're here about the Lost Season 5 ranking challenge. Mm. I've heard of it. No, I haven't. We do this with every season. Seriously, watch. We go back, we rank the episodes, and we discuss our least favorites and our favorites and some categories that you know we made up with some mostly character categories along with uh, titles. So that's the rundown. For this instance, since we got a lot of other categories we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about we did 16 episodes for the season five of Lost. We're going to talk about our bottom four episodes for the season. And we're going to talk about our top four. And then we're going to go into a bunch of different categories from character deaths to goodest character to titles. So we'll go through the whole you know, motions. Uh, we also get two minutes on the clock to talk about our episodes. You don't want to go over two minutes. That's very embarrassing. <laughs> Other than that, Mr. Sal, do you think you're ready to uh, start us off? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, what? Okay, then let's get going. Number 13. Okay, Mr. Sal, are you ready? Yep. Okay, go. My number 13 rated episode is episode 6316. That was a lot of numbers. But the episode title is 316, and it is the sixth episode of season five. I gave this episode an eight out of 10, which is a little bit heartbreaking, actually, because there's plenty that I love about this episode. But there's some stuff that I really despise about this episode, namely anything to do with Eloise. I cannot handle her. Uh, I hope that we don't have to see this character again. Not the character, I guess. Young Eloise is fine. Old Eloise, I, I just have no patience for it. I, I the, the way that she she says everything in this tr- dis- 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 disarmingly dramatic whisper is so infuriating. The island is not done with you yet. Like, I, I can't do it. Uh, also, the lighthouse or whatever this place is where she works and locates islands is ridiculous some clever man made it it's just it's, it, they just it's a it's a whole filler that, that's all this this thing is uh infuriating but everything after we're done with always is fantastic stuff especially once they get on the plane you know when jack gets on the plane and he sees hurley and he sees kate and he sees son and ben gets on the plane and he sees saeed and, and then frank's the cat the the pilot and it's it's you know and we're not going to guam are we I think that was in this episode. <laughs> um, I think, I think, you think it's later? It no, might be later. Okay. So anyway, that stuff is fantastic. Very reminiscent of the finale of season one. Really good stuff. So a uh, lot to like, but a lot to really not like. I'll stop there. 155. All right. Is it this episode where Lapidus gets I on? I think it is, right? Because isn't this the one where they get on the plane? Three the, the, they're on the plane, yeah. But yes. Yeah, yeah, it is then. Yep. Because yeah, when they get on the plane, they see him, and he goes, "Wait a second, <laughs> we're not we're not going to Guam, are we?" <laughs> what 
Well, gee, I don't know why he still flew the flight. <laughs> I know, right? Turn around. <laughs> that, that's a ploy you are. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, well, I really don't want to go to the island again, but I was paid for this flight, so flight I will. All right. Well, Kurt, are you ready to talk about your number 13? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you All ready right. to time me? Yep. Ready, set, go. My number 13 pick is the third episode of the season, Jughead. Uh, Michelle, you kind of you kind of picked away at my Jughead <laughs> feelings. That it, made me, it made me look back and go, you know, maybe it wasn't as great. The I liked Locke element in Jughead, right? This is where he talks to Richard Albert. That's pretty all right. Besides that, eh. I did like the off-island stuff originally when I was watching it, but looking back on it with context, it's, it's a lot. It's Desmond. It's more about Desmond. We don't see get a whole lot of Desmond in the season, and he doesn't feel too impactful. I mean, maybe the most impactful thing was tackling Ben after his attempted assassination attempt. So the the lack of Ben in the season kind of makes this episode not as good. Meanwhile, uh, the Dan and Eloise dynamic. It's cool that it's his mom, but besides that, not, not, it's it's still not that interesting, especially compared to the length of time it takes up with them being captured and then talking and then going through and then going to Jughead and he looks at Jughead and then he goes, oh, you got to bury it. So it's it has bits that are cool, right? Like It is cool that this later makes future Eloise believe what Dan says. And I think the lock stuff's cool. Basically, this is cool for what it sets up of how it influences the future. It influences Richard Alpert and influences Eloise. But that's about it. That's the only part of it that's really cool. So that's all. And with that being said, end my time. Okay. Uh, you had 20. I actually set a count down instead of a count up. So you had 23 seconds left to go. So what's that? 137? Something like that. Maybe 157, actually. No, I had 23 seconds left to go. Yeah, that might be 157. Yeah, 137. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, there you have it. Uh, Now, I we'll be talking about each other's later on. So yeah, you know, so that's fine. Reply here. Okay. All right. So you are you ready for the next one? Yeah. Let's do the what is it? Number 14. Number 14, Kurt. Are you ready? I'm ready. Set. Go. Okay, my 14th ranked episode for this season. Gave it an 8 out of 10. The Little Prince, the fourth episode of the season. Following Jughead, so not not a very good good strength of episodes. (laughs) Uh, Big theme for the season is, I guess I won't talk about the other one, um, but it was in my bottom five. Whatever happened, happened. Not a big fan of the Kate Aaron stuff off the island. I, I don't know. Just not crazy about it. So, yeah. So I didn't really care too much for the flashbacks or the off-island stuff. I don't think it's actually flashbacks. I think it's just most... It's off-island. I didn't care very much for her going, seeing Carol. It's cool. But, you know, I, I'm not too worried about uh, the loss of... Or her dealing with Aaron and scared of the lawyers. Um, the other stuff in this episode where I think it, you know, Jack with Saeed and some other stuff that that's more interesting to me than all the Kate stuff, but it, it highlights Kate a ton. Uh, it does get that confrontation. We get a lot of other times from all the other characters off the Island with meeting up with like Ben and Jack late at night. So it does end with that. That's all right. We see that a lot. Meanwhile on the Island, it's just them like poofing around a lot. You know, they see things like 
I think they see uh, Claire giving birth. Sawyer does in this episode. That's all right, but it's just kind of fanfare. It doesn't really amount to anything. Uh, so they just kind of poof all around willy-nilly. And it's cool that... Is this the episode where Jin meets Rousseau? Yes. Then, yeah, that's cool. Like, that's probably the coolest part of the episode, the ending of the episode where he meets Rousseau. That's probably the coolest part. So that's about it. I end my time. All right. 152. Much better, Kurt. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. It means a lot. Yeah. 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 Are you ready to discuss your number 14, Mr. Sam? So uh, before before oh, I do... You uh, are not going to talk about... I'm not going to talk about The Little Prince, but it is interesting to... Uh, I mean, the, the episode was it was fine. I I like the Aaron and Kate stuff more than you do, I think. Uh, but this season, why do you think that is that you like the Aaron and Kate stuff? Well, you know, as a parent, I can relate to it more. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> uh, still, still going strong. Two and a half years later, uh, still a parent. Two and a half years later, <laughs> probably okay. Uh, the uh, this season is is kind of weird, just in general. Like, I feel like. 316, which I've already talked about. You, you'll talk about it in a little bit, I think. But I, I feel like that could have been the pilot episode and more or less was. The, <laughs> the stuff before 316 feels like prologue. For this season? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Now, I think there might be some bias in that, though, because we took a massive gap in recordings between episode 5 and we 6, did. and I'm saying season 6 feels like a pilot. But in my defense, in episode six, I said season six, didn't I? In yeah, season yeah, five. Yeah, All right. yeah, I meant I meant episode six and episode five. So in my defense, though, episode six is when they go back to the island. So like, and everything else happens with everybody on the island, mm-hmm. other than Desmond, I guess. Desmond, yeah. Occasionally some off-island stuff, but yeah, mostly. Yeah. So I think it's I'm pretty justified in saying. 316 is kind of like a pilot. So the little prince happening before uh, 316 and also Jughead happening before 316 really felt like prologue because you didn't have some of the Oceanic Six back on the island yet. And when I think about the season, I'm not going to, I don't think of any of that stuff that happened before they got back to the island. <laughs> it's not as I, interesting. I just think of the stuff that happened when they got back to the island, right? So, yeah. Yeah. All right. So so I, I can totally understand why you put the little prince down here because, honestly, the, the, it's just it, it doesn't even feel like it was part of the season. And, and part of that is because of the gap that we took in recording, but I think a lot of it is because it's before the Oceanic Six was back on the island. So I'm glad that you see eye to eye. So uh, I kind of. You also have it in your bottom four. I do not. It's my oh. number eleven. So it's oh. it's not that much higher than yours, but it's. I mean, it's pretty significantly higher. It's three three places higher. Well, that's we'll, we'll chalk it up to parental my bias. Fourteen and your number eleven. That's we'll chalk it up to parental insulting. parental bias. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry about it. All right, well, are you ready then? <laughs> uh, I think so. I got to remember what I'm talking. Oh yeah, I'm talking about this one. Yep. Ready. Okay. Ready. Set. Go. My number 14 rated episode was episode 9, Namaste. Uh, I gave this an 8 out of 10 as well. The, uh, this episode is, I mean, it's not its not bad. I, I think that a lot of my dislike of this episode just comes from, uh, I don't know, my mental state when I watched it. I was getting frustrated by the timey-wimeyness of it. Kurt kind of talked me off the ledge there uh, because I, I thought that they were breaking 
time travel rules and he says no and uh, they they do explain later maybe even the very next episode uh, that they are not breaking time travel rules and this is how time travel works so uh, all right fine i can i can live with that um it still was frustrating at the time because it was kind of brain melty uh, and even though the rest of the season does make this episode make more sense to me, it was frustrating at the time. So I didn't enjoy it as much. Uh, there was virtually no character development in this episode. The love squares was brought back, unfortunately. The one thing I loved about this episode was the one of the later scenes between Jack and Sawyer where Jack you know, kind of berates Sawyer for not taking more action uh, earlier to get Saeed out of prison. Uh, and Sawyer, so you know, saying, you know, look, you are a reaction type of person. I, th- I think, you know, once Churchill read a book a day, I'm going to sit here, I'm going to think, and then I'm going to figure out how to get Sayid out, just like I did for you, Jack. So that scene was very, very cool. But that, that was definitely the, the rose amongst the thorns in this episode. So I'll stop there. Okay, uh, 143. Okay. Yeah, Namaste was my 11th ranked episode. So look at that, Mr. Sal. Oh, no. <laughs> number 11. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I liked it a bit more. I, I thought it was cool that they were um all together. And yeah, I think the, the timey wimeyness of it wasn't as bad for me because I, I knew that they did adhere to rules. Yeah, it wasn't like back to the future. Changing up the past will uh, change up the future. So, right. So yeah, that, that that part didn't bother me. I agree there wasn't like a whole lot that kind of goes on. That is also my favorite scene, the Jack and Sawyer stuff. I like this is where they get the group photo that the mm-hmm. uh, Son and Ben and Frank later see and whatnot. That's pretty cool. I yep. like and it, it it's kind of the um the blending of the two together. So what do you like mean by that? that? Yeah, because they this is this is where the Oceanic Six is finally kind of meeting up with uh the actual like Dharma initiative because three one six they crash, life and death of Jeremy Bentham's all off island. Oh, I see. is all leading up to them, you know, meeting them. We're kind of just seeing what they've been up to, and then this is them actually, you know, Jack, Kate, Hurley, and then eventually Saeed interacting yep. with Dharma and the people that were left behind. So gotcha. that was cool to finally see them kind of meet back up, just that whole appeal of that but it's not it's not like the best episode <laughs> right I, agree with gotcha. that, so. I gotcha all right cool all right. well i guess we're, at, we're we're moving on down number 15 all right are you ready mr sal yeah i suppose <laughs> okay <laughs> oh yeah i forgot to tell you to go <laughs> Yes, you do. Okay, ready, set, go. <laughs> Number 15 rated episode for me is episode three, Jughead, which I gave an eight out of 10. You know, I don't know. Th- th- this episode just, there's a lot that doesn't work for me about this episode. It's very early in the season. We just spent two episodes with the Oceanic Six primarily, and now we get z- exactly zero Oceanic Six in this episode. Um, so that was a little frustrating. Uh, we we get th- this flash way back. I mean, th- th- with with a bunch of people. That, these are characters that we we kind of know. Charles is there. Eloise is there. But we're just meeting them when they're very much younger. Um, which was that was that part was fine. I, I didn't like the militaristic aspect of this episode. 
uh, I'm I'm usually no fan of war entertainment and military entertainment. It just it says nothing for me. So just the fact that they were dressed in military uniforms <laughs> like mental mentally blocked me from really enjoying this episode. Uh, most of all, I hate Jughead the bomb for what it does later in the season. <laughs> I hate that this MacGuffin was introduced in episode three, not thought about until again, until episode 14 and then played a gigantic role in episode in the, in the finale. So I, I just, I, I have uh, some resentment against the actual bomb jughead itself. So that's, that's another thing that, that bothered me. Um, I'll stop there. Okay. one forty-three. Yeah. Fine. And again, prologue, right? This is this is this pre is a pre three one six, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. The anyway. is good, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's very those first five episodes are so weird because of that. It is, it is, because they have the whole off island dynamic and the I mean honestly the season four was short, wasn't it? It was. I, think... I, I would have read it was only thirteen episodes, season four. Yeah, I mean you're right, yeah. For us, yeah. Yes, for us, yeah. But I mean, thirteen days that they broadcast episodes as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, I would have rather seen have seen them put the first at least four, maybe five episodes. They could have they could have made three one six a finale. It could have been a finale, or it could have been the, the the premiere of this episode. I kept saying pilot when I was talking about it before. I meant premiere. So like they could have made three one six the the finale of that season or the premiere of this season and put those first five episodes over there in season four and i think that would have worked maybe better but anyway i guess you do kind of gotta make the season finale of them leaving the island that's true that the because that's when the island moved right yeah yeah so yeah so like these first five episodes just don't really they should, they should have had they should have had a small season five there you go for missing pieces <laughs> six episodes yeah anyway all right we, we we can move on if you want yeah, yeah okay yeah i'm ready okay. all right so i'm gonna say ready set go my 15th ranked episode penultimately my worst uh episode six give it an eight out of ten three one six so mr sal had it as his 13th evan is my 15th i agree with him in a lot of different ways i mean that louis hawk it, this this like room that they have to compute where the island's gonna be i don't know i'm not about that there's like a pendulum that's just swinging around i i, I don't know just kind of Seems all very contrived. Uh, it's cool to get back to the island. I like that part. But the whole, you know, them trying to get to the island and we don't really know why a lot of them end up coming to the plane. Now, we'll later learn. But this episode doesn't tell us why. Like, why is Hurley there buying the people's seats? You know, what's you know what's going on here? Oh, we didn't even know that. Yeah. I mean, we can assume why he's buying up people's seats. Yeah, at the time, we didn't know why. He's even going back to the island. Same with Kate. A lot of people, we didn't know why. We meet Jack's grandpa. That was great. You got to meet him. (laughs) (laughs) Don't know why we had to meet him. (laughs) But met him. That was all right. And I I, I don't know. My favorite part of the episode is probably near the end where, I mean, throughout Jack's kind of like it. But when he talks with Kate and he sounds basically just like Locke going, wow, what are the odds that we're all on this plane? Amazing. (laughs) <laughs> Even after he'd been trying to will it into being, <laughs> so, yeah, I I'm not too high on the episode, so that's all. Well, I'll, I'll end my time. One thirty-six. 
I really, I really do like the end of this episode. I, I don't cool like the beginning of it though. Not done with you yet, Kurt. <laughs> Thank you, Eloise. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I don't have anything else to say about 316. I've said all I want to say. All so right let's then. move on. Number 16. All right. What's your stinkiest stinker, Kurt? You ready? <laughs> ready? Yeah. Set. Go. My uh, least favorite episode of this season. The variable, similar to the constant, as to the name. Uh, it's it just, it's just a pretty flat episode. It's just not that interesting, right? Some and some of the the premises, like I think it's, I think it's really interesting that his mom knows what's going to happen to him, right? That's cool. That's that's a cool dynamic, right? I like I like the cyclical nature of some of the things in Lost, but that's about as cool as it gets. <laughs> his mom knows it. All the flashbacks aren't really that interesting. What goes on present day island, you know, I, I like off island as well. We have um Penny with Desmond in the hospital with Eloise talking to her, but that's not too interesting. You know, when when Dan, Jack, and Kate go off, like I said, I, 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 him talking about changing the future. Him, I, I like that they introduced that. That you know, he thinks that perhaps he can change the future, and you know, it, it's a question of can he or can't he, and that kind of plays into the finale of. Can they change the future? And I mean, that'll probably be answered in season six. Can they? Who knows? So I, I do like that dynamic, but that's about the only dynamic I like in the episode. So I'll leave it there. I, I think I know. Point Mr. Sal will say on it, so I'll leave it for him. There you go. I'll end my time. One twenty-four. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say? Wow, <laughs> amazing, remarkable, Kurt. We'll see. We'll see if you say it. But if you don't, I will. Okay. Well, are you ready then, Mr. Sal? I, I think so. But, I, I really don't want to talk about this episode, but okay. All right, ready, set, go. All right. My lowest rated episode of the season is also the variable. This, it's episode 14. I gave it a 7 out of 10. I think I gave it a very generous 7 out of 10. This might be my least favorite episode of Lost. I <laughs> There's almost nothing I like about this episode. I don't like... Dan, I don't like Eloise. We had a whole episode of Dan and Eloise. Uh, I don't, I, I don't understand how it is possible that Eloise doesn't at least try not to send her son back to be killed by her. Why would you not do everything in your power to just, to just feel like you're trying to not kill your son? She, in fact, just willingly, just I mean, maybe not, maybe not with gusto but like she every step of the way pushes him toward dying by her hand ridiculous why does he call desmond his constant desmond had almost nothing to do with him just ridiculous it's so timey-wimey i hate that they introduced this concept of no 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 never mind all those rules we talked about before we can change time like i hate that i could because i don't want them to do that i i hope this doesn't work but I'm afraid that it will. Uh, yeah, this, oh, this this episode is garbage. <laughs> I can't stand this episode. Oh my god, it like, infuriates me. It has replaced uh, the man behind the curtain. Like the man behind the curtain was the episode that infuriated me. Not anymore. Now it's it's this one. So I'm done. Uh, one forty-five. But much like the man behind the curtain, they turned you around on it. 
No, they did not turn me around on it. They, they may, they it. may yet. They, they have, they have definitely, they have definitely turned me around on the man behind the curtain. Like that, That's that is. They turned you around on it. The, they so did. They do it for the variable, turn, maybe. Okay. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have, I have definitely grown to appreciate the man behind the curtain more now. Um, but I. This one is this one is really sticking in my craw. So, well, I don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm done. <laughs> so, but okay. uh, yeah, but we can we can move uh, move on to uh, our top, top episodes, four. right? Yeah, oh, we're going to exciting. Top four now. So it's that exciting. was the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, we're scraping. Yeah, so let's get the cream of the crop. It's number four. Okay, Mr. Sal. So I guess you. So you should do this one. Yeah, this is me again. Okay. And are you ready? I guess I'm ready. Yes. Okay. Ready. Set. Go. Okay. My number four rated episode is episode ten. He's our you. I gave this a ten out of ten. Uh, really love this episode. Uh, I was a little worried when I saw it that they were going to break some time travel rules when Saeed shot Ben at the end. But now that I know. And actually, I wrote down when I saw this, like I gave it a nine out of ten, but I said ten out of ten, if if not for the possible rule breaking. But since they didn't break the rule, ten out of ten. It's a great episode. Great episode. Um, really cool seeing Ben and Saeed interact uh, because what I love to think about was the idea that Ben, when he interacted with Saeed in two thousand four, might have remembered Saeed as having been the one who shot him of course they crapped on that in the very next episode <laughs> um so never mind uh, the, but at the time when i watched this i was pretty excited about that possibility <laughs> so that was good um i i really enjoyed i i really enjoyed the scene with saeed and alana at the bar when when he met her because this was this introduced my favorite concept or like idea that lost has introduced the idea that when you're good at something, there will be always be someone tempting you not to change. I love that concept because Saeed is kind of lamenting the fact that he, he might just be a killer, a cold hearted killer. Ben's kind of put that in his brain. Uh, and then later on in the episode, it was Ben himself tempting him to not change and remain a killer. So this is great stuff. I, I Love this episode. I think I'm going to stop there. Uh, 148. Okay. Yeah, it's a really good episode. I also gave it a 10 out of 10. I'm not going to talk about it. It's not in my top four, but it was it was in contention. So is there anything you want to say about it now since it's not in your top four? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> good. All right, never mind. Fantastic. I, good stuff here. I liked here. watching it. Saeed is a good character. No, I, li- I liked the... Uh, you didn't talk about the, the truth scene. I liked that one a lot. But the oh, where he says Saeed. everything, like, yeah, 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 that's pretty, there nearby. I like yep, that, pretty and, cool. Uh, you know, the yeah, the whole concept that you know, he's our you, this guy, <laughs> yep, yeah, very cool. So, I did, I did enjoy that, so all right, yeah, all right. So, then I guess it's time for your number four. I'm ready, all right, ready, set, go. My fourth favorite episode of the season, gave it a 10 out of 10, is the penultimate episode, Follow the Leader. Let's follow Locke. Uh, I liked this episode quite a bit. I loved how it really, I mean, it, it's already been like this, especially for Ben, that Locke knows more than Ben. 
But for Richard Elper, right? He, he seemed like the guy that knows everything of everything what's happening, whether we're back in like the 50s, we're in the, you know, where our Dharma people are in the 70s, or even when Lockskin, you know, teleported all around. Elpert just seems to know what's going on, right? He's never really the one seeking guidance or really too much in confusion. But this really showcases how Locke, otherwise the man in black, is in control. Uh, and at the time, you don't know it's the man in black quite yet. <laughs> so, it's, you know, <laughs> it's really it's really cool. And uh, him completing his loop, I love that. I love the that he gets back the compass, gives it back, to, you know, tells Richard, give it to me, tells him exactly what to tell Locke, and then he goes and does it. So that's really good. So I love that. Uh, meanwhile, we have what's going on back in the 70s. The Jack, Kate, and then Eloise, Richard, and then eventually Saeed comes in the fold. That's all right, right? I'm not crazy, crazy over it. It's all right. It's not terrible. Maybe I'd give it a nine. But the other stuff's just so good. I, I give this episode a ten, and I love it. The um, stuff going on in the Dharma Village barracks, love that. Uh, I love that Dr. Chang does think you know he, he believes them he comes to them he quizzes her later you know that's i love that so i love that dr chang i guess dan's plan worked as to convincing dr chang so uh and it, and it ends with sawyer and julia and eventually kate too going on the sub so that's great so i, I like the sip it a lot so there you go i'll end my time 155. Now, I'm not going to talk about this episode at all i did i did have this as my number seven episode so it didn't make my top four but the the one thing i just wanted to mention i totally agree like the the stuff with lock slash man in black is out of this world i love it um i this is where we jack starts to try to execute this this nuclear bomb plan (laughs) and i just don't don't have much patience for it so those are dan's uh, notes yeah some dan's notes so anyway uh, having said i don't have much patience for it wait to hear my number three episode (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, <laughs> but at any rate that, that's 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 why I'm, I'm not this is not in my top four because of that stuff it's not because of Locke, man black richard that that stuff's all wonderful yeah. so no it is so all right anyway. so i guess we'll move on to the next number three okay i'm ready you ready yeah. all right ready set my third favorite episode of the season is the twelfth episode. Give it a ten out of ten. Dead is dead. This episode, especially with the context that Locke is the man in black, oh, that's a doozy. <laughs> it's a Ben episode, and what goes on in the present time is—it's great. It might be my favorite Locke stuff slash man in black stuff for the season. Just. You know, directing Ben, commanding him. Okay, you got to test yourself against the smoke monster. Talking to him about how he thinks he feels when it's, you know, the man in black, not luck. And he knows a lot, you know. And just bringing him to the smoke monster and having him tested. And seeing Ben actually... It humanizes Ben a lot this episode. Uh, which I feel like we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> humanizing Ben as a very big point that they need to do. Uh, and yeah, this episode does a very good job. Seem cry, actually, so... That's really good. And we also see a lot of what he's been doing. We see flashbacks of him young, right? Being taken in by Charles Widmore. Even Ethan, we see. We see later the exile of Widmore. So we, we kind of understand a bit behind that. And then even his trying to kill Penny. And then 
that's choosing not to. And we kind of understand why he chooses not to because she has a kid. And yeah, I, I think I, I I love this episode. So there you go. That's how I my time there. 133. It's a great episode. This was, if we had gone down to our top five, this was my number five. It's, it, it's a really terrific episode. And honestly, um, the, uh, the humanizing of Ben is, is always so important. Uh, and they do a great job in this episode. Really good. Uh, even right down to the idea that even though it seems like he kidnapped Alex, he probably saved Alex's life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. Because Woodmore wanted Woodmore wanted her dead. Yeah. yeah. Dead. And Rousseau too. Yes. Exactly. So he saved. He, he spared both of them actually. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess you know the the one thing that uh, that I'll say about this episode, I did not have that perspective of knowing that John was the man in black uh, at the time. Uh, so I'm sure you probably got a little more enjoyment out of it than I did because you knew that. Uh, it, it is interesting just to track. I was saying from very early on, I, I guess from the time that that Locke showed up alive on the beach, I was talking about how different Locke was, right? Like, yeah, he seemed a lot more like Ben, just yeah, more, conf- more, more confident. <laughs> lot, yeah. Well, he'd been like, reading up about the island. That's why. Yeah. But it, but it is interesting. The, 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 I'm glad that I noticed that the, there was a difference. I mean, I, it's pretty obvious. He, he's really, Terry O'Quinn was, terrific at, at changing his whole everything like demeanor, his, his yeah. posture his whole demeanor demeanor everything uh and just really very cool to track that now knowing that it's because he was a different person is really neat so but yeah this is, but this is a great episode i agree definitely a good one well in that case mr Stell, are you ready to discuss your third episode I, I yeah let's do it okay then ready set go Okay, my number three episode, despite the bomb, is the incident. It's the season finale. I think that there's just like the bomb still drives me crazy. It's it still drives me nuts. But at least they acknowledge in this episode, Miles does the voice of reason in this season. Apparently, Miles acknowledges. You've got at least got to think about the idea that maybe you setting off the bomb is what causes this problem. So. At least somebody's thinking that. Uh, I really hope that's the case, because. Uh, but I don't see how it can be if Redzinski, you know, survives the nuclear explosion, and you know, builds a shell around the Swan electromagnetic pocket or whatever. I I really don't see how it can be. I, I think that the bomb has actually changed things. But I'm digressing. The reason I love. The episode so much is mostly because of 2007. I love the 2007 stuff. I love the idea that John is dead, that John is actually the man in black. I love the whole Jacob man in black stuff. I, I thought it was terrific. When Ben gets in there and this this allegory for loss of faith, you know, Ben's loss of faith, I, I did everything you asked me to do. I got, you know, I... I acquired everything on your lists i was it was blind faith and devotion to you and, and and the man in black tells him what did you get for it you got to watch your daughter die you got to go be exiled from the island like, you got you, you got cancer like I, it's it's heartbreaking and just so good I, I i love it so much that it compensates for anything that annoys me about 1977 stuff um there's some big cliffhangers here, right? Uh, the, 
the the they're coming that Jacob says the the bomb, uh, the man Stop. of black. Okay, that's what you get for doing a two parter. I know <laughs> two parter, uh, but well, I guess you know. I won't talk about it. I'll um, yeah, go ahead in, in my rankings because it, it it I did for I did give it a nine. I debated giving it a ten out of ten, and I probably won't ever change that now. But <laughs> yeah, oh no, but it it is a good episode. I I do enjoy it. There's, I love that we see Rose and Bernard, right? Oh yeah, Rose and Bernard. I I don't like the action sequences in Lost a lot, like the whole no, I don't either. Going on there, it's like, all right, as if as if like <laughs> this is gonna be a big deal and whatnot. So that part I'm not crazy about, but you know I agree with you. Like I think Jacob's a really cool character, and um, which is amazing because I wanted to hate Jacob. I know you wanted to hate. Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to. But now you like Jacob. I do. I, I really do. And then he dies. So. <laughs> Presumably, yes. <laughs> so, so yeah. good. At least in the end, yeah. You, you were, I guess, someone on his side. But mm-hmm. I, uh, besides that, yeah, I, I agree with the points you make for the episode. It's a good one. Yeah, it's, it is. it is. I You know. Oh, yeah. I also I, want to say one reason why I didn't give it 10 was that the flashbacks are kind of just eh, middling. Like, so, like the Hurley one was pretty The Hurley cool. one was good, yeah. And besides that, I, I think I already said um the lock and the Saeed one kind of showed Jacob has like a premonition right. things that are gonna happen. So yeah. Yeah. There you go. Oh yeah, and we see Saeed with his wife. Not his, <laughs> yeah. That was good. I have to tell you, and I, I can tell you in more detail after we finish recording. In listening to another podcast completely unrelated to Lost, mm-hmm. I have been spoiled about something on Lost. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. One of my other podcasts—they were talking about it's, it's a podcast about House of the Dragon, uh, the new Game of Thrones prequel, and Spoiled. and wow. somebody talked about the Man in Black from Lost. And I, was ah. like, oh. I mean, I'm glad. I'm glad that I've already—I at least know who he is already. That I, that that so they didn't spoil the fact that there was a Man in Black. It's just. I know a bit about the Man in Black now. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll tell you off the podcast. All right, all right, all right. So, oh, oh sad. Well, yeah. anyway, are you uh, are you good to go into the next number? Yes. Number two. Ooh, number two. Already, to start a timer whenever you'd like. I'm ready. Are you ready? Set. Go. My number two rated episode. I gave it a ten out of ten. It's episode eight, Le Fleur. I do love this episode. This, you know, just when you think that Lost is done with Sawyer and Juliet, they come roaring back and totally redeem themselves. Great episode. Like, it was so fun seeing them get join the Dharma Initiative here. You know, they, they, they're tre- they're kind of trekking. They don't know which way to go. The beach, the the orchid. Those are really the only two plans. That they ever have, according to Miles, <laughs> but they stumble upon—is it Amy? I think it's Amy. Uh, it's a uh, Horace's uh, wife and Ethan's mother. They, so they stumble upon her uh, being attacked by hostiles. They kill the hostiles. They bring Amy back, and they get they get arrested. Uh, and Lafleur, that is Sawyer, talks them out of it with the silver tongue. You know, he may not be Dharma, Dharma material yet, but he's about to be the head of their security. 
uh, there's this amazing scene where Sawyer talks to Richard and kind of talks him down from attacking because those two uh, hostiles are dead. Uh, and he does it by telling the truth, which Sawyer never does, which is, which is amazing. He just tells him exactly what actually happened. And it talks, it talks uh, Richard down. It's, it's, it's amazing stuff. Fantastic. Um, I, we almost there's a little bit of a tinge of disappointment at the end when we see Kate and Jack at the end because now the love square is back or had the potential to be back wasn't quite back yet uh, but it was still cool to see them all return so that was pretty cool um, all right I'll I'll stop there okay one fifty two all right yeah fair I'll 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 chat about that at some point that's true. That's true, but first, you're going to talk about your number two, right? Yep, yep. All right, ready, set, go. My second favorite episode of the season is the seventh episode, The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's really, Well, obviously, it's a really good episode. It's my second favorite episode. But it's it's good to see... Well, you know, they kept referring to, you know, you know, what did Locke tell you? What did Jeremy Bentham? Blah, blah, blah. You know, what did he say to you? So we, we get to go through... And see everything Locke did. See him talking to Widmore. Widmore offering, um, oh geez, what's the uh, Matthew? Matthew, thank you. Yes, he offers him Matthew's assistance. So seeing that him going through talking to everyone, it's not working. It's not working. And I mean that scene when Locke finally decides to kill himself, and Ben saves him just to use him for information, then just to kill him himself is ah, it, it's really good. it's a very dark scene for Locke. And then. You know, plants the body as such. It's very dark, very good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. And the stuff that goes on on the island was well, actually kind of interesting. Seeing this this new B team of survivors like Caesar, even though Caesar, I kind of respect what they did with Caesar to be honest, because they, they kind of <laughs> start building him up like he's gonna be a character, and then they just kind of kill him. So I kind of I don't know. I I have a I wish I wish more series did things like that more frequently of like getting characters and killing them off. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> I guess Game of Thrones does thing, but there you go. I'll, I'll end my time there. So. One twenty nine. I'll, I'll refrain from talking about yeah, yeah. this episode for now. Well, then, in that case, Mister Sal, number one. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready. the cream of the crop rises to the top. Here it is. Ready, set, go. Okay. So I, I I struggled to pick between this number one and my number two, Life and Death of Jimmy Bentham. As which one gets it? But I did decide that Lafleur should get number one, the eighth episode of the season, 10 out of 10. The big determining factors, by the way, subsequent episodes, what a what a good set of two episodes. Oh, yeah. But one is solely about uh, Locke's past, and then one is about, I don't want to say the present time, but the time at the barracks. Well, what, what really decided for me was my expectations were high going to the life and death of Jeremy Bentham, right? But I, I, what I remember you saying when we were going to Lafleur, was, ah oh, man, you know, I'm just not really that crazy about, you know, the guys that were on the island. I'm not too crazy about that, right? <laughs> I, I was thinking about that. Like, I kind of agree. Like, what's going on the island is kind of like boring. It's not as good as what was going on off the island at the time. Okay, because mm-hmm. remember, we just thirty one six. They just flew, crashed. We get seven. We've barely ever seen them on the island, and now we get to see what's happened to the B team, and it makes me love the B team. You know, I love Sawyer and Julia. Uh, so you're so good. It's like they really brought him back. That he's a not only is he like a staple character, but he's doing great work. He's very interesting. It's great. I love when he talks to Elper 
at some point just seeing them get integrated and then building lives with Dharma. I mean, never really thought that would have happened, but they did it and it was really good with them doing it. So I really loved the episode and it, it, it was, um, I didn't expect to like the episode as much as I did going into it. So I think that's why. So anyway, that's all in my time. 140. Yeah, it's a great episode. Honestly, you know, it's it's my number two. And, you know, it, it's interesting. That episode, I, I love, the, I didn't get to mention this in my time, but it was really cool how their return, you know, Jack, Kate, Hurley. And, and Hurley, right, was completely unnecessary because everybody was really happy. Like they they were yeah. saved. Julia's they were saved. Concern. Yeah. Like, it's not this episode, but. Yeah, two later. Yeah, we're in the, uh, what's uh, Namaste thing yeah, the show. Yeah, when mm-hmm. she's concerned. Yep, it's fair. So. And then they talk about it throughout, kind of just this kind yeah. of theme of they had a happy life even near the yeah. end. They had a good life. Yep. And they had to come back. Love that. Okay, I guess I'll start talking about my number one as soon as you start the timer. Okay, ready, set, go. And my number one rated episode is episode seven, The Life and Death of Jeremy Bentham. We had our one and twos the same, just in different orders. Love a good lock episode. Lock episodes used to be disappointing in the early seasons. They've been the money in these later seasons. This is spectacular. It's everything I hoped and dreamed for and didn't even know I was hoping and dreaming about it. I loved that he never, he he kept his promise and never went to sun. I love that we checked in on Walt. I love that he didn't kill himself. It was Ben who came in and did that. And yet it was publicized as though he had killed himself. I love that we feel the shifting allegiances between Charles and Ben. What's really weird is that they're clearly, they hate each other. They're both enemies, but they're both trying to do the same thing. They're both trying to get the Oceanic Six back to the island. So that's interesting. Um, It sets up a nice gap to fill between 316 and between this and 316 you know how did we get to everybody rejecting john to everybody on that plane and we get to see all that later on which is really cool uh my favorite scene was the scene with jack where he goes to visit jack and we we can almost see the passing of the baton uh as the man of faith you know jack rejecting the the faith aspect of it uh at first and then ultimately you know, he does buy that ticket to Guam, so he he is he is the uh, turning into or not the ticket to Guam. It just starts buying tickets to to travel and try to go back. He he is ultimately becoming the man of faith that we're going to see him become by the end of the seasons. I love this episode. I'm done. At one forty five. Okay. It is a banger of an episode. It did make me remember though. We didn't even hit on this. Our least favorite episode: the variable mystery stuff. You're talking about Charles Woodmore and Ben. You know the. Shifting mm-hmm. allegiance is pulling at lock, trying to get mm-hmm. him to do what they, they think he should do. Why does Widmore, it? Widmore mm-hmm. uh, told Dan that he did all the, he planted the plane and everything. That was a pretty good thing about the variable. Oh, that's true. That that, that was my favorite scene of the variables. It's like the yeah. only scene that I really liked. <laughs> so, I forgot about that. So, yeah. Anyway, okay, I have to give it a fair shake. So, anyway. Yeah. Well, into Tally Mr. Cell, season five. I think you already said it. it's not your. Favorite season? No, no. It's it's if you average up all my ratings, it ends up uh, the second lowest after after season one. So, uh, but there's still some great stuff here. 
and, and some exciting stuff. And I'm still very excited to to finish it out. So certainly, certainly, and and going into season six, there's only uh, I mean we'll have like sixteen, I think, recordings or maybe fifteen. So we'll 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 see as we get to that. But before we start talking about season six and some other stuff. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta finish up our character and title stuff for this season. Mm, yes. Out. So the way it works is, you know, we have a lot of different categories. We have death wise, most shocking death, saddest death, character will miss the least, character will miss the most. Those that have died, Neil, otherwise known as Froger Froger. Yeah, Froger. Yeah, Froger, yeah, okay. That's Charlotte, Dan, Daniel Faraday, Phil, Jacob, Locke. And that's, that's what we have labeled as dead. I let Mr. Yeah. Cell choose. Who he deems is dead. We've done this before. For example, Mikel. Right. One. Yes. And some other people yeah. were labeled dead or didn't die. I think, I think we labeled Jin as dead at one yeah, point. Yeah. Something. Yeah. It's, it's up to Mr. Sal's discretion. Because yeah. And, and just to, to explain that a little bit, I didn't, I'm, I'm assuming that that bomb went off. And I'm also assuming that we're going to see all those characters again. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I'm not counting anyone who died because the bomb exploded. Yeah. Yeah. Phil died during the last episode, and well, he died in the commotion, it, it, yeah. but not because of the bomb. Right, because, exactly. Because he had um, a stabbing. I guess. Yes. So I, let me let me take a guess at your. Well, which category do you want to do first? Uh, shocking death. Fine. Okay, most shocking death. I think that for you, the most shocking death. Hmm. I, I think it's it's got to be either Dan, Jacob, or Locke. I'm going to say you said Dan. Okay, I think you said Locke for most shocking death. I did say Locke for the most shocking death because I did not think he was dead. Locke. So, oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that was really shocking to see his body tumble out of that box. <laughs> so. But it's shocking in both ways. When he yeah. actually dies, right? Yeah, yeah. Then he comes back. Oh, he's back. Oh, wait, no, he's not back. So that was actually <laughs> So it's kind of, yeah. yeah, he, he kind of gets two. He got, well, actually, almost three shocks. Oh wow! Ben actually killed him, saved him. Yeah. Killed him. Oh whoa! Jeez, he's alive. Oh wait, jeez, no, he's not. He was yeah. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a pretty, pretty interesting. He's old roller coaster for locks up there. Yes. For you, saddest death. Oh jeez. I think yours is locks saddest death. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I think yours is Dan. Okay. You're wrong. Da- it's lock. Really? Mine was Dan. Really. It makes sense because Eloise is sad. I'm shocked. I thought he was yeah. doing the happiest death. Well, I mean, it, it's his mother killed him. Yeah, yeah. And she feels some guilt. And- oh, that's, that's so sad. It's like, it's awful. It's why I hate the episode so much, I think. Because <laughs> how, like, not only did his mother kill him, but his mother killed him because the future version of herself made it so. <laughs> Well, no, time made it so. You can't fight the flow. Oh, God. All right, fine, but you should try. To try is to fail. Okay. Anyway, uh, why do you think Locke is the saddest death? He's going to kill himself. (laughs) But he 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 didn't. Yeah, he got talked down the ledge just to be (laughs) killed. By the person who was about to kill him. Yeah. He he only just wanted some information from him. That is messed up. Very messed up. Very sad death. So, All right, let's see. Character that will miss the like, least. I, I just want to oh, remind this everyone. Locke is dead. Like, that was the end of Locke. <laughs> sad end of Locke. Think about it. Like, I know we keep seeing him. That's not Locke. Like, <laughs> I know. That's how he died. That's the character we knew. Oh, all my time. God. You're he got right. So sad. 
right? That, <laughs> Going to commit suicide. Whatever, I think, right? Yeah. Tossed down the ledge. Yeah. And it got killed anyway. After he had just accepted the fact, you know what? He doesn't need to kill himself. <laughs> like, like I think it's. Inc- I'm shocked he didn't put lock. I thought. Yeah, you're. Yeah. Well, at the time, it didn't hit me that way though because I, I didn't. Again, yeah. I, yeah, I thought that he was going to be back, and he was. But it's not him. It's not not, him. I mean, retros- retrospectively, though, yeah. It's, it, so that that just didn't hit me as hard. Fair, 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 fair. But, but man, it's it is. It's it's devastating to I think like that that character is it. gone. Like when I was watching that, I was like, "This is actually him dying." Like, this yeah, is, this is it. He's gone. Like this, that's that's the end of him. Though, no, whoever we see next, that ain't luck. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. Oh my god, a very sad death for a very like pivotal character. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh my god. Oh, I don't even. Oh, I don't even like thinking about that. That's terrible. Oh I god. Trying, I just want to highlight that. Cause I think. I, I think, I think that's a missed point that goes, you know, because we keep seeing him, but yeah, 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 for sure. And we'll keep calling him Locke, probably, even though we probably shouldn't, but <laughs> yeah, you know, it's hard not to. So. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, by the way, I, I do, uh, I, I should say, as long as we're talking about Locke not being Locke, but rather being the man in black now, I do want to go on record at this point as saying I believe that Christian was the man in black. Okay. So, uh, the man in black has taken several forms, like Christian. Uh, you talked about this already during the incident, I believe. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yes, I did. Uh, with Alex and oh, yeah. Alex, maybe even Claire. Uh, I, I do think the man in black, we've seen the man in black several times before this. Okay. Right. So, character will miss the least. Uh, so, I'm assuming. The, it's either Neil or Phil for you because you just didn't care about them that much. Uh, but so I'll, I'll say Neil if because you just didn't care about them that much. But the, 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 those are not what do we call them? Not cannon fodder, but red shirts. Red shirt. They're not red shirts. They're not cannon fodder, but they're they're just they're not main characters. So how much were you ever really going to miss them, right? So I'm gonna say, like a, a legitimate as a legitimate choice, you said Charlotte. You would say Charlotte if Neil and Phil were taken off the table, but if Neil and Phil, since they're there, you, you're saying Neil. I think you said Dan. Yeah, I said Dan, regardless of Neil and <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I'd much rather have Neil and Phil around. And I, regardless of Neil and Phil, I said Charlotte. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not only am I not going to miss Dan, I'm I'm so glad that Dan's he's gone. But I'm sure we're going to see him again. But... I think the same way you feel about Dan, I feel about Charlotte. I feel like Charlotte's a very known. I mean, you don't like the actor behind Dan. The I don't. Charlotte, I don't mind, but I just think Charlotte's a very. I don't think something. Anything really. I think Charlotte could have been a much more interesting character and could still be, because you know she was there on the island. You know, as far as we know, anyway. As a kid, yeah, yeah. I, so I, I think they they could have done or could still do much more with that. But yeah, Dan, forget about it. I don't I don't want Dan there. <laughs> but we're gonna. I'm sure we're gonna get more of him. So anyway, all right. What about the character we'll miss the most? Okay. Well, it's either gonna be Jacob or Locke for you, unless you said Phil. I think you said Locke. I think you said Locke as well. Of course I said Locke. <laughs> Why would you not? <laughs> oh. He's like the only person that's been here for like more than two seasons. That's <laughs> yeah, true. But yeah. And and just what a great character. I'm I'm it it saddens me so much 
to hear the way that you put it because I haven't even made that connection yet. It's still so fresh in my head that this this is not Locke that we're seeing. There's this no is Locke. yeah, Locke is actually gone. That's it's awful to think about. He's been gone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Chilling. That man what in black. This season. Very sad. Something. Yeah, I would definitely miss Locke the most. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, let's keep let's keep on the character bandwagon. All right. Okay? So yep. um, enough of the dead. Let's keep to the let's go back to the alive. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, the, the ones that are considered alive. No, maybe not. I don't <laughs> just because the character's dead doesn't mean that I can't true, label actually. them one of with one that's of these true, labels. That's true, that's yeah. true. So this is all encompassing. Yeah. Dead and alive. We have goodest character, baddest character, favorite character. So goodest being morally good. The most morally sound, the one with the strongest moral compass. You know, we talk about goodest character a lot on the White Lotus. Who's the goodest character? Have we done this on any other series? I don't no. think we have. Perfect. Just the White Lotus, really. Uh, the only murders in the building? Did we do it with that one? I don't think so. Who would we have labeled the goodest? No, not at the end of the season, but like throughout this the episodes i don't i don't recall we, and we may have mentioned it i don't remember but definitely on the white lotus we talked about it a lot so uh we, we thought it would be fun to bring it over to lost and talk about who we think the goodest character was in this season i don't know oh man i didn't even think about making a guess for you uh I was, yeah, I, figure figure out, yeah, I was trying to figure out. You trying to figure out. I was thinking about right now. I was like, oh crap! I yeah, I gotta guess. Here. Uh, I I think you think. I think you would go with. Uh, I think you'd go with with Juliet. I think you think Juliet is That's the goodest really funny. character. So I was gonna guess that you you said Juliet, but I, oh. I think you guessed Kate. I think you said Kate. I did say Kate. I also said Kate. Oh okay. <laughs> We're the same guy. I, see, I, I, that's how. I was like, I think he's in Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. No, I, I said Kate. And honestly, you know what? I don't think it's a good thing that we're labeling Kate the goodest character here because I, I think it has made her significantly more boring. It has. Yeah. <laughs> um, she She's used not, to, I wasn't that into her for this. No, no. Uh, she used to be much more interesting. She does everything that you would, you would expect someone with a moral compass to do in this season. <laughs> Yes, including like return Aaron to his grandmother uh, to to go back to the island to try to get him back with his mother, you know, to saving Ben, giving him a blood transfusion. <laughs> like, she, she, trying to comfort Rogers. Trying to... Roger, I know. <laughs> it's like everything is like morally. It's just like too because she's she's the convicted convict right the, the convicted convict is that so that's redundant convicted though, right that's right that's right so yeah so it's it's really it's interesting to think that that for the way that she one of the things one of the things that got me into lost was tabula rasa remember that was the first episode i loved yep third episode episode three a kate episode and i thought kate was so interesting because of the moral ambiguity there it's just not there anymore. <laughs> she's no, just she's a good person. Yep. <laughs> so, all right. Well, what about baddest character? I had a tough time with this one. Uh, I, I, I think. Let's see if I could predict who you think the baddest character is. I think you'd probably. Uh, now, 
Oh, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I was going to say maybe the man in black for you, but I don't think that you're going to say that. I think, I think you think the baddest character is probably still Ben. I think you'd say the man in black. Uh, I don't feel like I know enough about the man in black's motives to call him the baddest character. All I know is that he wants to kill Jacob. Uh, and, and maybe Jacob want to help son, but maybe Jacob sucks. Does, <laughs> like, so I know I said the baddest character was uh, Rosinski. That makes a lot of sense. I yeah, my, I want to change mine to Rosinski. Yeah, he's so Machiavellian. Like everybody's so, warning him, don't do this. I had I had the Men in Black. Oh, did you? But I'm gonna change it to Rosinski. Yeah, Rosinski is he's a jerk, man. <laughs> it's like everybody's telling him, don't do like this. Horace, he's like, yeah. yeah, he's not. I'm taking over. Horace is not in charge anymore. It's me now. I actually like Rosinski. Like, yeah. I mean, he's fun, but he's like, I don't think there's anything. Re- Deemable about <laughs> Rosinski. He's just like, I don't know. The, if my runner up for this is actually not the man in black. It was Charles Woodmore because sense. I, I was going to possibly guess Woodmore for you. Yeah. Yeah. I much, I sympathize much more with Ben than Woodmore at this point because now that I've seen them interact in the past and Woodmore get on Ben's case for not killing Alex, like uh, that's that was pretty damning. But Rosinski just to me was like, Oh, this guy. Get him out of here. Now you're right. You're right. All right. Cool. Well, <laughs> favorite character. This should be an easy one for me to guess because I think you already declared it. <laughs> yeah, I have to you. Um, so you said you, in the episode, but now I am I I don't know if I remember which one you declared it to be. Uh, I think you said um. Oh no, <laughs> I don't remember which one you said. It's either Locke slash Man in Black or it's or it's Ben. Okay. Um. Shucks, I think you said Locke slash the man. I'm gonna count him as one character because he kind of, yeah. I mean, I was thinking great. about them as one character throughout yeah. this whole season, except yeah, for very end. So. Yeah, so it's yeah. Only, yeah so I think it's fair to count. So I think that that's your favorite character. Yes, Terry O'Quinn was my favorite character in this season for yeah. sure. I, I, and, uh, I, and, I, and I and I oh well, and I for for you, I was about to guess. I was about to guess Sawyer, but now I think you gave it away that it was also Locke slash Man in Black. It is Sawyer. Oh, it's Sawyer! Oh, no, I'm joking. No, I didn't give it away. <laughs> 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 it was yeah. a lot of yeah. yeah. Oh, so I think such a, such an interesting character. So so like that shift. That I mean, Terry O'Quinn is so talented. It's so good to 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 shift like that. It, it was everything. It was fantastic. I know he won an Emmy for Lost, but I don't know which season it was for. I hope it was for this season. This was his best season. I thought. Definitely. I mean, just yeah. I because you can tell that he's different. Like, I mean, he, yeah, he acts differently. I would love to know what cues they told him. Like, okay, Terry, you're no longer Locke. Oh, so I'm not on the show anymore? No, you're still on the show. <laughs> so you're, you're recasting me. No, no, no. Well, kinda. <laughs> you're play. You're playing something that's playing Locke. Oh, uh, yeah. And then he does it, and he does a fine job at it. So, yeah. And he's very interesting throughout it. Yeah, it's great. So, man, you know, it's really interesting. I have not seen many of these people on many other things. No, a lot of them have not gone on to do that many other. Like for most of them, Lost is their biggest thing. I know. I know. It's, like Charlie was. Well, Charlie had a 
Yeah, yeah but, beforehand and stuff. Yeah, but I don't. I haven't seen him do much since then. I no, oh, especially since though. Yeah, especially since like none of them I can think of have done anything bigger than Lost since Lost. I guess um, any of the main characters, Evangeline Lily. The, the Evangel is that is that right, Evangeline? That Kate. That's Kate. Yeah. Well, th- that's what I'm hoping it is. <laughs> I, I think that's her name. Um, she's done a ton of stuff. Uh, she, cause she was in like the Hobbit franchise and she was, um, she's, she's the wasp, right? From Ant-Man. Is she? I didn't watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure. This is deja vu. We had this conversation. We did have this conversation. <laughs> cause I remember saying, I haven't seen this. Yeah. So, so maybe, maybe her, she, she might be the most like, I guess, uh, Where's Terry Crews. Terry, Terry Crews? You mean Terry I O'Quinn? Keep, I keep calling him Terry Crews. <laughs> the big that. difference, man. There is a big difference. Uh, where, where is he? What's he up to? I, I don't know what he's doing, but he did win in 2007. So I'm I'm guessing that that is... Uh, this, well, no, this, wait a minute. Season 5 no, it's later. 2009. Yeah. You gotta feel like season 3 then. Well, season three aired in 2007, May of 2007. Weird, weird. So season two or season three, he won that for. Oh, I'm glad I didn't read this before because <laughs> it says right here Man he, won, he was not. He was nominated in 2010 again. So he was nominated three times for Lost. Well, I watched it for 2010. 2005, 7, six. and 10. So, so 2010, it says, for playing John Locke and the Man in Black. <laughs> so I'm glad <laughs> I didn't big, see that before. Spoiler. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, then, uh, it's it's good. It's good character. Good, good, good. Uh, good characters. Yeah. Good job, Locke slash Man in Black. Good, good job, Terry O'Quinn. You're playing those yes. characters. Let's end it off here, Mr. Sal. Yes. By talking about the titles, which is okay. our least favorite, which is our favorite. We'll start off with the worst, so we can end off okay. on the best. Uh, I'll try to guess for you here. Um, what title? Honestly, I don't think there's any title that you you hated. I think you uh I think you didn't like the variable because you don't understand where a variable is used in it. Okay. And I think for you your least favorite title was The Little Prince. How the hell did you know? <laughs> I never said anything to give that away. How did you know it's a little prince? Uh because I don't like that title either. It's not my least favorite. Um but I, like what I don't like about that title is it I don't know what it has to do with the episode because the episode's not really about Aaron. I thought maybe it would be. So if it's not about Aaron, I don't know what it's what that title's supposed well, to it's represent. It's a book of some sort. I know it's a book, but I, I don't I don't think it's all that relevant. But maybe it is. So yeah. So but hey, that was right. Yeah, you're right. Yes. Um, you also tend tend to have a bias toward. Uh, your least favorite episodes having your least favorite titles. Yeah. It's not, it's not, well, for you, I guess your least favorite. Having said that, yes, mine was the variable. <laughs> okay, okay. Yes, the variable is, I think, is a terrible title uh, because it, the variable it, it was my runner up. So. It represents my, my, my runner up is Jughead because both of them represent the things that I'm most nervous about with, with where they're going to go. Well, <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's your Jughead. I think is fine for a title of the episode. I'll remember. Well, I, I also will remember Jughead pretty well. Yeah, I yeah. Variable, but the the variable. I'm not going to forget that either. But I, I guess it's, it, it's applicable because there is something called Jughead in it, and it's good. Variable. Yeah. 
You know why I forget? He did refer to the fact that variables. I just he said that they know. are the variables, yeah. but I, I don't like that concept. Me either. So, yeah. so there you go. It. I see a yeah. rationale in that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mr. Selden, give it a give it a crack. What do you think my uh, favorite your favorite title? title? I think your favorite title is. Hmm. I think you like some like it half. No, no, no. I take that back. He's our you. You loved that title. He's our okay, you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hmm, what did you put? Oh man, there's there's a few ways you could have gone on this. I really don't know what you put. That. I don't think you did the flurry. You wouldn't do the life of death. Probably the leader you wouldn't do. So dead is dead. Some like a hoth. He's are you. <laughs> I don't think it was just for you. This is riveting. Kurt. It's, down, it's, down, it's down to three. It's down to three. I've got down to three here. Oh, what are they? Dead is dead. Some like a hoth. He's are you. It's one of those three. I think you put. Can I guess all three? Uh, you you can guess all three and you'll be wrong. So <laughs> <laughs> I would have I would I would I would have gone with he's are you because that's what I yeah. thought you got me. That, <laughs> I got you right again. Oh my god, that's amazing. Oh, t- I, t- I realized well we were talking when you said he's are you and I talked about it. I referred to how I liked the title during yeah. the recap. I was like, oh, dang it, I should have done that. You didn't know, yeah. <laughs> even before and I I remembered it from yeah. before. But... Even before and I was praising the title. I liked the title. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, what, what do you like about it? I just love I Because when, when it's called He's Are You, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. I was like, what does that mean, He's Are You? That's like a, I haven't heard this before. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That just sounded like a bunch of ghibli goop. I was like, I, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and so then when they say in the episode, he's asking, and they, you know, who's this guy? Explain this to me, you know, Sawyer. He's our you. I immediately, I mean, I love that. I was like, oh, man, that's their Saeed. This makes so much sense. Like, I just, I just liked it a lot. So. That's awesome. So you were very close with me uh, because I have, I have a list of my three favorites. Uh, and two of them were on your list of three. Some like it, Hoth and Dead is Dead. Those yeah. those were on my short list. But my favorite title, is, for the same reason I hate the variable, is why I love what happened happened. Because that represents everything that I want Lost to be. <laughs> that I want what happened to have happened. And there's nothing <laughs> they can do about it. So, so you picked a reactionary favorite title based on your least favorite. Well, it's also it's also the the theme of the whole season, right? So yeah, it's not true. only the uh, great title for that episode; it's the theme of the whole season. It is true. Yeah, what, what happened yeah. happened. That is yeah. you're not supposed to be able to change the past unless you can. Unless you blow up an atom bomb <laughs> using the variables. Talk to me, Chughead. Little pants. <laughs> Uh, it's my favorite part of every recap when you try to make a story out of all the titles strung together. That's that's the lie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. um, well, I guess namaste, everyone. Because... <laughs> that's, the, that's the end of our uh, coverage for season five of Lost. We're going to have a gap. between not a, not a big there. gap. Not a big gap. We're just covering one series in between, which is... I've lost track of the scheduling here. Wait one second. It is. I guess it's a pretty big gap. <laughs> it's a series gap. It's a series gap. We're gonna cover. Uh, no, not quite. Not, not quite not a series. E- not even. Not even yet, because we've already yeah. started. So we've been doing. We've been doing Watchmen, right? Uh, I think we'll release later this week, episode two of the mm-hmm. season, the HBO, uh, 2019 edition Watchmen based mm-hmm. on the comics. Check it out. We already have a preview. Episode one's out. That's running. 
mm-hmm. we'll also have starting after this Lost Ends, Last of Us, HBO's also from HBO. Uh, as it releases week by week, we'll be covering that. It's based on a, a video game, which I don't think is based on a book or anything. I think it's just an original IP game. I'm pretty sure. So a show based on a game that I've played. I like the game. Uh, it came out in 2013. Good year for games. Mr. Sal doesn't really know anything about it. He thinks it's a zombie apocalypse, which is ridiculous. They're not zombies, Mr. Sal. So, I'm so far off. There. Yeah, so Sorry. That's first there, so we'll go do that. And once we um, finish up with The Watchmen, we'll be back on Lost Season 6, and we'll finish off where Showhopper started with Lost. And then mm-hmm. I, we'll, we'll we'll see where, where where it takes us from there. So yeah, so it's gonna be it's, it's gonna watch. be a couple months before we get It'll back be. into Lost. It should yeah yeah. So got Watchmen going on now. Lots of us starts up mm-hmm. now that this is wrapping up, and then after Watchmen concludes, we'll be back on Lost season six. We are going to be flipping Watchmen to this day. So we've been doing Watchmen on Thursdays. We're going to be flipping Watchmen to Mondays. Yes. So Monday, expect Watchmen to take the slot and Mm -hmm. Last of Us will take the Thursday slot. So, but that's all I have to say. So, Mr. Sal, anything else you want to say to the uh, Lost crew? Keep looking for those loopholes. (laughs) If you look for long enough, you might just find one and then you can kill your Jacob. So, good luck. Uh, I do not endorse murder of any kind. <laughs> I feel like I have to say that. But anyway, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. If you want contacts at shelpersproducts at gmail.com, check out those series, uh, Watchmen and soon to be The Last of Us. I'm sure they'll be, uh, you, you'll enjoy them, especially if you like Lost. Uh, speaking of which, Watchmen, also by Damon Lindelof. So even more mm-hmm. reason to watch. If you like Lost, you really should watch Watchmen then. So, and it even says in the title, Watch. So, what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, that being said, you know, subscriptions are appreciated. Sharing the podcasts would be appreciated and leaving a review five stars. Thank you very much. And we'll be back with Lost in about a few months time. But in the meantime, check out our other series. And thank you for listening. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.